Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. My name is Ebony, and this is another DMT Espresso. That 15 minutes or less, I'm going to talk about the Trinity Trinity on my heart and mind. And well, it is Black History Month, and you know the tagline, Day 17. I'm bringing you today's topic, Tyler Perry, Madeira, and more. So, I'm about to give this man his flowers. Give it up, strap in, let's go, and have some fun. Let's go. So that was 2000 film Diary of a Mad Black Woman featuring <laughs> our own Tyler Perry as Medea uh, and Helen McCarthy. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is the flowers that are due to Tyler Perry. Uh, I wanted to start with a little bit of background on him and then jump right into why I believe that he's he's had an impact on comedy in a way. He's had an impact on messaging uh, and, and addressing some cultural uh, taboos that we sometimes don't even talk about uh, and has brought it to light um, and driven conversation. So let's start a little bit. So what do we know? Uh, Tyler Paris came from poverty, um, came from a house of abuse. And so while I was trying to figure out where he came from, um, I didn't really know. Um, I didn't know kind of his background. I just know what he's kind of said in some of his, his interviews. So I did some, some stalkerish stuff. And by stalker stuff, I mean, I just went to TylerPerry.com and looked up his story. Uh, and I was intrigued. Uh, because what he was able to do was to take uh, his trauma and spin it. And he's managed to do quite well. Uh, so this is kind of that background that leads us to having the Medea or that that production studio that he has now. So where you came from builds a lot on where you're going. Um, Tyler Perry's part is that uh, back in 1992, uh, he was kind of inspired uh, to write his first play, I Know I've Been Changed. So in 1992, I was all of the age of seven, and you couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you who Tyler Perry was. Uh, and he's even said in some of his interviews, uh, the seats were empty back then. Um, that from 1992 into the mid, about six years later from that time frame, uh, he was able to sell seats out. He went from selling nothing to selling it all. And so he started with stage plays. People don't maybe remember this part of his career because we're, we're so involved in the TV shows and we're so involved with the movies. But he started with doing his production through plays, stage plays. Uh, so we get him, you know, doing his run in these stage plays. And that's, that's really where 
I recall uh, Tyler Perry being uh, the first one I saw was circa what 2004 maybe 2005 uh, I was in college and it was meet the Browns and so the one thing that it, it kind of drew me in and it made me want to watch others and I just remember uh, it was a late night we we're studying it was me and some of my sorority sisters and I remember my, my LS Shanavia was there and so here's a uh, here's a shout out to my homegirl hey Shanavia um, we were watching this scene from Meet the Browns and it was this one this was what drove us to wanting to watch more of the stage plays <laughs> watching Mr. Brown and Cora as he's singing this is your granddaddy so whenever we were in a point where we were feeling low you would randomly hear somebody break out and this is your granddaddy <laughs> so that started our love for Tyler Perry uh, he's come a long way since then so he managed to produce 20 stage plays lo and behold you might not have known that but he's he's managed to create even beyond that so let's talk a little bit about going from the stage plays to uh, film uh, because I'm sure it was not as easy as we try to make it seem uh, I mentioned that he started with less and, and gained more but I I love his story I love his grind and I love what he's been able to do so let's go back all the way back <laughs> so I remember those first few films so we're talking 2002 2003 right uh, and and it's more of the the filming of the stage plays meet the Browns Medea's family reunion diary of mad black woman uh, diary of mad black woman I could do bad all by myself and Medea's family reunion uh, so you're taking that 2003 to 2004 those are the films that we were kind of looking at 2005 rolls around and we get the first film that I remember and it is Diary of a Mad Black Woman you're like oh yeah that, that I that was the first time I saw Medea in all of the big screen glory and I was in love it was so funny it was so intuitive it was so knew that you had to laugh it was it was it's ingenious the story so he managed to take a diary mad black woman and make it make take those stage plays and put it in adaptation for Hollywood and so those early years I I, I feel like these early these early years was to build that audience uh, you you build the honest beyond the people that right are sitting in the chairs in the stage play uh, and more people got to know Medea and whether that's a curse or a, or a you know a, a praise and blessing I guess that's up to Tyler Perry to, to say more of but uh, it becomes inspirational uh, this man 
has managed to build shows, right? Series, we got House of Pain, right? We, uh, he's moved over to Oprah's own um, and Love Thy Neighbor and The Haves and Have Nots and, and Too Close to Home. And he's on multiple stations. And seeing him in front of the camera, behind the camera, directing, this is just a talented individual. And I don't think we give him enough credit. Now, I'll talk later about some of the other things of whether you love or hate uh, his movies. But Tyler Perry has done a lot of good for the industry. And I think a part of that is because he made us laugh. He made us cry. He gave us messages through those stage plays. And he did it with such a a grace and, and and an unassuming I think it was just unassuming about himself that I thought it was amazing of how well he managed to uh, do well. (laughs) Uh, And it's inspiring others. I think that's the big part. So what's some of the things we've kind of seen? Like I was kind of looking at the themes of a lot of his uh, movies, the TV shows, the, the stage plays. They all pretty much deal with a lot of the same themes that I've kind of mentioned before were are taboo. You don't really talk about it. You 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 mention it, but alright, like we we don't want to talk about it. So uh we don't really talk about a lot of uh domestic violence. We don't talk about uh child abuse, abuse in the home, especially a black home. Um a lot of his themes also talk about religious salvation. Uh going through the church, family, foundation, uh, conservative family values, right? Being a Christian. uh, And how does that impact the family? And as the matriarch, you you get Medea. And it's just very interesting how he's managed to take these characters, these characterizations uh, that he's seen in his life and put them into relatable individuals. Now, I would say of his movies, yes, my number one is always going to be Dire of Mad Black Woman. Uh, of course, you've got a few of them with uh, Janet Jackson. Why did I get married? I can live or live without number two. Because, uh, again, you can choose to love or hate his plot twist. It just so happened I love that plot twist. Thank you, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, <laughs> and that was one of the few where you saw it in the theaters. And so... You think about Tyler Perry being who he is. I'm not going to lie. I don't see him being in with mainstream uh, Hollywood. Yes, he's got some blockbusters. He's got some bangers. But uh, he he continually manages to be outside of the mainstream. And I think that's what works for him. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't where he is now and I want to talk about the studio the his production his ability his writing um, because the thing is he faces criticisms as much as the most of us uh, and why not so I'm gonna start with the stuff that we joke about right we joke about those wigs it's something about the Tyler Perry wigs uh, that has been a long-standing joke. And I know there's some of them where we, we said that he might even recycle them from them early movies so that they could be seen again, like the cornrows uh, <laughs> that we, we've seen in the in the show. Uh, I know the first time I saw real criticism uh, of the wig was Jill 
uh, Jill Scott as Sheila. Uh, she was playing Sheila in Why Did I Get Married in the 2007 film. Uh, and they was, there was mad hate uh, for her wig. Uh, and you got to go look up the old school memes because people were raking on her so bad uh, that, again, I think this is just an, an ongoing thing. Uh, the one I remember also, and I didn't pay too much attention to it until I actually went back and watched it, was Shamar Moore's braids on them cornrows <laughs> and and them, the dirty the dirty Air Force ones that he was wearing. Like there was there's jokes uh, and. So I know this is this is part of the culture. You you have criticisms. You have um, real things you want to talk about. And I know a big part of him was like, let's let's stop talking about the hair. I, but I think that's a big piece is that people have expectations, right? So you're expecting that uh, with these big productions, with the money that's being thrown in there, that we, th- with the wigs that are currently coming out. Um, I know part of the criticism that comes up <laughs> is. Uh, actually making sure to have your people look like they have wigs like you you making money boo boo uh is what i've heard right you making money uh i know the story isn't about the hair but there's a part to it it's it's playing into the part and sometimes for some people it's distracting uh let me talk about really quick uh, i want to jump in on this last part because i think it's really important so I am often, I, I, I love, and like, love, 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 love uh, the character of Medea. Uh, I know that Medea is a mix of personalities of his aunt and his mother, and you get this hilarious character who just happens to be a six-foot-tall woman that's, <laughs> that's just so easily amazing. Uh, she's... She's that mother figure. Uh, she is that protector. She is the first person to cuss you out. Um, to me, this Medea, the character, is someone that is so easily identifiable. So I had my own Medea, uh, and her name was Dorothy Briscoe. Uh, my grandmother uh, passed in 2009, and so uh, we don't really have a Medea. I think my mother is becoming the matriarch so we we kind of if you're from the south uh, i think you might have had a medea in your lifetime right uh someone that was that that matriarchal character so i, I kind of bring like kind of the archetype of uh of medea uh, i think there's a lot more to medea uh than we like to think um and i'm a fan I, I love this character and I know that Tyler Perry has gotten tired of this character but the character in all of her brash and assertiveness and sass and she is uh, she is just generally funny she is generally a person about family um, so if you don't know what Medea really kind of means um, Medea uh, is I kind of put is more of a, a southern thing. I, I don't know about anybody up north that normally call their, their grandmothers or great grandmothers Medea, uh, but it's kind of the meaning. Uh, kind of means grandmother. Uh, it has it's an expression, um, and I had to do some look up because I didn't know beyond that. But it's supposed to be short for dear mom, and so 
he's managed to make Medea as the character a household name. So, like I said, love it or hate it, Medea is now in the mainstream. And I personally love her as a character. Now, if you think about uh, Medea as uh, who she is, uh, I also love the dichotomy between her and Joseph Joe Baker. That is Medea's brother. <laughs> and it's it's great to see them because I remember kind of the connection, uh, the way they talk to each other, the way that they they characterize one another uh, is funny. I, but uh, right, it's a little it's a little off-putting if you don't know that kind of family dynamics. But I remember uh, my mom and her sister Brenda, uh, who again, uh, she's another one that has passed. Um, they would have the same type of dynamic where, uh, you know, one second they'd be cussing each other out, and the next they are the best of friends. And and you know that the intention there is built on love and nothing that is really meant to be detrimental. I just I I miss these kind of connections, and so why I enjoy Tyler Perry so much is because uh, it brought back some of those um, those memories. It brought back that that version of a family that uh, most of us don't even see anymore. Now, let's talk about the divisiveness that is Medea. Uh, again, we're we're back to the representation piece. Uh, what happens now? What happens now with Tyler Perry? What happens with Medea? Uh, because it seems like you just can't break away from her as a character. Um, she's being brought back, right? Uh, you know, the the Boo, the Halloween episodes. And so, I know some people say Medea is just a racial stereotype. Uh, or... Is she kind of like the other end of the dichotomy of just being a genius character that people just fell in love with? You know, Mabel, Medea Simmons. Um, you know the name. You know her as Medea. But you, you, I think we forget about the, the side of Mabel. Mabel Simmons has lived a life. And you take away all of the things that she had to go through. Um, Mabel almost seems like almost a real person if you you take out all the outrageous things that she like all the different plot twists and all the amazing things that she gets into uh, Medea is an important character uh, in cinema and film and and stage uh, you got to start from somewhere now Tyler Perry has done a lot so what's what's some important things so let's see uh, in his plays uh, I had to look up some of these trivias, so I did not know that he often references the color purple, uh, and I, I did not know that he credits the Oprah Winfrey Show in 1986 for inspiring him to write. Uh, another piece of trivia: uh, that 12-acre estate outside of Atlanta, uh, he bought. Let's see, he bought for 7.6 million. Crazy that has it's a uh, twelve thousand feet adjoining the uh, river because I'm not gonna say that one a golf course and it's fifty eight acres. Again, let's see what else is on here. I think these are these are cool facts about him. Uh, he's good friends with the Open Room Friend, friends with Steve Harvey, uh, and he's a huge fan of Star Trek. He made a cameo as Admiral Robert Bennett 
in the Star Trek 2009 reboot. I did not know that. I'm going to have to look this up. These are little known facts. I, I, I went digging into his IMBD, uh, and Tyler has got a lot. Uh, he's done a lot, and I would love to see it at some point. Uh, some burying the hatchet between him and Spike Lee. Uh, love it or hate it. Uh, but I know that there's some there's some things about that one. So let's give a round of applause to Tyler Perry and give him an old line that I know has been used for for more than a few years. Listen in. That was the 2011 Medea's Big Happy Family. Probably one of the most overused lines was Tiana Taylor's Byron. She was the quintessential ghetto, fabulous, wonderful baby mama. And you know what? Had us in tears. She was hilarious. That was my applause to Tyler Perry. Let me know what you think about him, his career, where he's gone, where he's coming to. And I will see you next time. All right, peace.